Welcome back to the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast. Today we have a very exceptional episode with an exceptional young man from here in Southwest Virginia. Today we're talking to the Crooked Road's very first artisan residence, Andrew Small. We're going to be discussing things about what his work has been like with the Crooked Road, his work as an artist here in Southwest Virginia promoting heritage music, bluegrass, and all kinds of different things like that, and how he can manage his time to not only be the artisan in residence, but also be a part of three different musical groups, including his duo, his own band, as well as another band. So without further ado, let's hop into today's episode and give Mr. Andrew Small a warm Southwest Virginia welcome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much again for joining me today on the podcast. You know, it's been a pleasure just over the past couple of minutes to talk to you a little bit and get to know you as we get warmed up and ready for the podcast today. And I know everybody out there listening, especially the big fans of music here in Southwest Virginia, can't wait to hear a little bit more about your story. So I guess, Andrew, I'm going to turn it over for you just for a second to just kind of give myself and everybody listening an idea of of who it is that you are and and what it is that you do here in Southwest Virginia. Well, uh, thanks a lot, Chad. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, I've, uh, I I live in Floyd, Virginia, um, and I've one of the, uh, real glad to be in this area. I've been living up here for about, uh, three years now, I guess I'm a transplant originally from North Carolina. Uh, but it was the music and the culture, um, that, that brought me up here. And, um, so we, I just, uh, I, I play music and, and teach music and, um, just try to get as involved in the, uh, the culture and the community up here as I can. And I, I play with a few bands. Uh, I play based with a band called Bill and the Bells that's based down in the Tri-Cities area around Johnson City, Tennessee. And I also play uh, music with my wife as a duo. We're called Ashley Watkins and Andrew Small. Um, and we play a lot of uh, duet material, kind of old time bluegrass and country music. And um, and also we, we kind of expand our duo to be a, a full band sometimes. And we play as a string band called the Allen Ridge Boys and Ashley. And we play for a, a lot of dances at the Floyd Country Store and um, other venues around the region as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what, what we do up here. And, um, yeah, I'm just so happy to have found myself in southwest Virginia. I kind of feel like it's the best place in the world. Well, that's great to hear that. And I know I actually got to see you and Ashley perform back in October. I know you guys came down to Abingdon and performed at the Cultural Center and did a fantastic job there. So it was great to, you know, kind of get to see you guys like live and in person. And then now we're getting to have this interview together. So I feel like this is a great way to go about it. And, you know, the way this interview came to me, this actually uh, Carrie Beck from the Crooked Road reached out to me and she's like, have you interviewed Andrew Small yet? And I was like, no, but he's definitely on my list of people to get in touch with. And she's like, well, you know, he is our artisan in residence. And, you know, I think it'd be great for him to come on and just talk about, you know, his music and the Crooked Road. And, you know, you just seem to be such a, a talented individual when it comes to music. And I, maybe we could talk about that, the whole artisan residence thing with Crooked Road. You know, what does that entail? And, and what, what are some experiences you've had with that and you know so what exactly do you do with that program well um as the artist in residence uh well this is the first year of the artist in residence program as well so i am the inaugural artist in residence for the crooked road which is uh i feel like a pretty big honor for me i'm I'm, i was thrilled to to um be able to do this and it's it's brought a 
I mean, ba- basically, I'm I'm a representative, a musical representative. I go and uh, do an event uh, about once a month or more often. I mean, I, for the Crooked Road, and most of the music I play in this region has some kind of connection with the Crooked Road anyway, because we're just I'm playing in one of the counties that's along the Crooked Road or at some kind of major or smaller venue associated with the Crooked Road, but. Um, Anyway, it just sort of feels like a perfect fit for the stuff I was already doing here. So it's it sort of I feel like it just blends in um, these responsibilities as the artist in residence kind of blend into everything I already was doing. Um, I, I I try to participate and go to as many fiddlers conventions in the region as I can. That's really the thing that originally connected me with Southwest Virginia was all these fiddlers conventions that kind of helped to um, keep the the music traditions um, and culture. Uh, not not just preserved, but actually like thriving in this region. They're all they're still um, kind of organically happening, and uh, and there's a lot of energy around it in this place, which is just makes it really exciting to get to be a part of the music here. Um, but I, you know, I, I play play concerts. I'll, I'll come and play specific concerts and events sometimes on behalf uh, as a representative of the Crooked Road, and I um, I always try to tell people about the the kind of work that the Crooked Road does to um, bring attention and, and more resources to um, the music and uh, kind of folk music traditions of this region of Southwest Virginia. Um, so that's the, uh, that's sort of in a nutshell, I guess, I guess what it is. And I've had the opportunity um, in the past year, I'm about midway through my um, artist in residency here and I've had the opportunity to, to do some pretty neat things um, through the Crooked Road. For instance, when you saw Ash and me come play over at the um, Southwest Virginia Cultural Center, we got to play for um, a, a pretty special event there, a meeting of the Appalachian Regional Commission, and uh, got to play for the governor. And uh, that was the first time I played for the governor. That was pretty, wow. pretty neat. Um, and then actually, Ash and I recently, this past weekend, got to go play in Richmond um, for the new governor's inauguration, which wasn't a Crooked Road specific event, but it was certainly, I was we were connected to the um, Virginia Arts Festival who put on that event um, through the Crooked Road. So that, you know, the Crooked Road has made connections for me um, and now I've played for two governors. So um and, and we got to go play at the Virginia State Fair, representing the Crooked Road and talking to the audiences every day, um, three times a day for a couple of days when we were down there and just kind of letting them know about about what the Crooked Road's doing and um, the music culture of this region. And um, and then, I mean, and then the stuff we we do all the time, just the, the dances and the uh, and getting to kind of talk to, well, of course, the local community members who know us now, but um, also the tourists who come through, especially here in Floyd. Uh, we get to kind of share share the story of the region's music and culture with all them. So it's it's been quite a joy. Um, um, I'm just thrilled to, to be doing it. Well, that's excellent. It definitely sounds like a very mutual partnership that you have with the Crooked Road, because not only are you getting to go out and you know talk about the Crooked Road and help promote them, but also you're getting a lot of these fantastic experiences and just getting to explore more of the region and 
and, and now even other parts of the state of Virginia. So that's sounds like a definitely a great opportunity to be a part of. And I know before we started recording here today, you were telling me a little bit about an apprenticeship you're involved in, and it sounded like it was something very fascinating. So maybe you could kind of tell us a little bit more about that apprenticeship that you're working on and, and, and what that's going to entail for your music. Yeah, well, it pretty directly relates to everything, again, that I'm already doing um, here in Southwest Virginia, but I've, I've been playing the fiddle for many years, and uh, I guess it's maybe my main instrument when I'm, well, certainly when we play for dances, I'm usually the fiddler. And so I've, I've been, uh, I've known Eddie Bond for a number of years here, but Eddie's a wonderful fiddler who lives in Freeze, um, grew up in Freeze and still lives in Freeze, Virginia. And, um, Eddie's, Eddie's pretty acclaimed. He's been around and played, uh, with a lot of folks and, and been representing this music for a long time, but he actually was a recipient, I think in 2018 of, um, the, uh, what's it called? The, um, it was, it's, it's a national, um, award for, uh, you know, the traditional arts basically from, which is the highest honor that, um, a, sort of folk traditional musician can receive in this music. So, um, and, and Eddie was, was, uh, a recipient of that award. And, um, wow. so he's, uh, he, he's got quite the resume, uh, as far as, uh, you know, a, a traditional musician can have, and I feel pretty lucky to, to have an opportunity to, to hang out and spend some more time with him. But what this program is, is, um, Virginia humanities, uh, based up in Charlottesville, um, does does a apprenticeship program which is not specifically for music it's for anybody who wants to kind of learn um any any traditions uh, any folk traditions in the state of virginia and they don't have to be indigenous to the state of virginia um just tradition folk traditions that are here and being continued by people who have who uh, and who have found themselves in virginia now but um but this is a good a good fit for the program so i'm i'm studying old time fiddling, um, with Eddie Bond. And so I just go and kind of hang out with him. Uh, every, every couple of weeks, I'll just go drive down to freeze and spend a few hours at his house. And we'll, um, I try to ask him as many questions as I can about, um, his early influences in the area and, uh, you know, what he's learned along the way. And, and he shows me tunes and I'm specifically interested in sort of the, um, specific local versions as well as he can remember them kind of the way that he learned them from some of the older folks who are still around when he was growing up in the region, specifically around Grayson and Carroll counties there. So, um, that's, that's the focus of my apprenticeship, uh, with Eddie Bond. And, uh, so then I try to, uh, I'll, uh, you know, I'm proud to continue to, to carry those tunes on and share those with people that I, um, play music for and, uh, you know, dances and, concerts and that sort of thing so it just it ties in pretty directly again with what i'm doing here with the um artists in residency with the crooked road yeah that sounds amazing and it sounds like what i'm hearing here is that all these different areas they just tie in together so well so whether it's your residency it's the apprenticeship or it's just other musicians and things happening around the area it sounds like music's really bringing people together and i think that's something in floyd in particular i've, I've seen a lot of that is you know, especially with the, the the jams and all the different things that they're doing there, especially at like the the Floyd Country Store and the Handmade Music School, like 
Floyd's really got it going on, as do these other counties. And one thing I think it's neat is how each of the counties have something special and unique about them. Like you were talking about Grayson County and you're talking about the uh, or uh, and Galax and the Fiddler's Convention. Like these things, like for people listening right now, if you've never been to some of these events or the things we're talking about, you really need to get out and explore these because you're going to really get a taste of Southwest Virginia music and culture and meet some fantastic people that are going to be very willing and open to, uh, you know, play for you and, and, and talk. And something that I think is really neat about musicians, especially in these genres of music, is you can just jump in and play with people. That's like here at the Cultural Center, we have uh, the open jams for Crooked Road a lot of times. And you know, we see people come from all over and they'll just jump in together, say, you know, what what key are you in? What song are we about to play? And they'll just hop in and go for it. And I, I love seeing that connection amongst everybody. And I guess, you know, talking about people coming together and playing, let's talk about some of your music projects. So I know you said that you, you're, you and Ashley have a duo project as well as like a, like a band there as well. So maybe tell us a little bit about y'all's music. You know, what, what kind of genres do you go for? What are some of your inspirations and, and where can we uh, go and see you guys play or where can we listen to your music? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I, at first I just want to say, I absolutely, um, agree with you about everything you just said about how this music brings people together. Um, and I think that's a big, big part of, uh, why this music is still thriving in this area, because this, mm-hmm. this region promotes, um, opportunities and events that bring people together, like, you know, hosting these regular jams and having fiddlers conventions, which I really think, um, and I've, I've talked to some people who are sort of more experts on this music, like Roddy Moore down in the Blue Ridge Institute and Ferrum who've kind of, um, said that, you know, the fiddlers conventions in this region are a big reason that these traditions have stayed alive and continued to thrive over the decades. Um, when in some other areas in the Appalachians, it's, kind of, you know, um, died out a little bit. And, and it's just because it continues to provide a space for people to come together and share and get excited about this stuff and get new people excited and bring them into the communities and all that. Um, so, and, and actually on that note of bringing people together, it's how I met my wife, um, through the music, Ashley and I met, she's from Australia and I was going down there to, uh, play music. I was started a, a sort of a, a bluegrass band with a friend I met at a fiddle camp over in over here in the US but he was living in Australia and we uh had the idea to start a band and I started I went down to Australia to play music and I ended up meeting Ash and um you know uh after a few years she was coming up here and visiting and coming to fiddlers conventions and now we live here in Floyd and we're married and all that but um we we have a a duo project where we that's mainly based around um our duet singing and um a few different instruments that we play but she's she plays guitar and clarimer banjo and i'm i play um a little bit of all the instruments but in this duo i play mainly mandolin and and a bit of fiddle and then like i said it's it's about our singing so we do kind of early early bluegrass um kind of old time and and early country music and that kind of thing. Um, and then we also expand and make it a full band when we want to go play, um, for dances Friday nights at the Floyd country store or, uh, down at the Allegheny Jubilee or, uh, any of these dance, um, halls in the area. We just played down in 
in Rocky Mount the other day at a new event they've put on at the um, the Rocky Mount Train Depot down there, which is what I've just discovered is the first stop on the on the Crooked Road right now. So it's kind of neat um, that they started that event. But uh, yeah, so we our our string band is called the Allen Ridge Boys and Ashley, mainly old time string band um, music, and we uh, we've had the great honor of uh competing and and winning first place in the old time band contest at galax this year with the allen ridge boys and ashley um so i do i'm involved in all that kind of stuff um with the traditional music around here and sometimes play with other bands too as just kind of filling in um i've been pretty excited to get to play with eddie bond and his band the new ballard's branch bog trotters which is sort of a a storied uh old time string band that's been around winning awards for many years very highly acclaimed band based around grayson county and i i get to sit in and play some mandolin with them sometimes um when their other mandolin player isn't available so that's that's been pretty fun but um i also uh play bass mainly with uh bill and the bells like i said down in johnson city tennessee um which is pretty different their their music is pretty unique um to to them i don't i think they've got such an original sound which is actually fun to play with them um not exactly uh this traditional string band music like we play around here but more um kind of an early sort of early country pop um kind of hybrid that's really based around their trio harmonies and unique songs and that sort of thing um but i've and i've been playing bass bass is probably my if you, um, I have the most training on the bass. <laughs> we can put it that way, I guess. I've actually went to music school and studied classical bass performance, and and so I often am called as a as a bass player with bands, and I'll I play also with Billy Hurt and Five Mile Mountain Road. Sometimes I'll go play bass with them. Um, so people ask me to play bass, um, but usually in my own projects um, and with with Ash, I'm usually singing and playing the fiddle in the mandolin or, or something else like that. So, um, basically I'm, I'm pretty excited to, <laughs> to get to sit in and play any role in in any band, you know, I, I just love making good music with, with good musicians. And so it's, it's pretty fun to get to fill different roles and, uh, and just be, be a part of it in a lot of different ways. Well, that's excellent. And it's, it's really nice to hear that you have all that variety too. I know, Throughout the years I've played music, I got my start on an acoustic guitar. My older cousin and I were basically handed instruments from our grandfather, and that was kind of what determined what we played. He got a banjo, I got an acoustic. So it, it's interesting mm-hmm. to see how everybody gets their start and how they they utilize those skills. Like I, I know me, I've, I've picked up fiddles before. I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm sure it's something I could learn, but there's also just that there's a natural skill and talent in there as well. And I'm sure that you've probably spent tons of time uh, practice, uh, practicing to become as good as you are. And I know just thinking about playing music like that, it seems like a great dream uh, for me. But for you, you're you're living that. You're actually out there every day getting to do something you absolutely love. And that's, you know, to play music and, and share with so many people your passion. And it's going to, you know, and that shines through. People are going to see your love for music and then it's going to make them love it even more. That's one of the reasons that I enjoyed music from such a young age is just sitting there watching my grandfather play these old bluegrass tunes on his acoustic guitar and sing. And I, I was just so intrigued. It was almost like I was uh, like hypnotized by it. So that's kind of where my love for music started from a young age as well. And 
That's great. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's no question and no doubt that you're a very talented musician. And I was just curious, have you won a Tell us about any awards you might have gotten over time and some accomplishments that your talent in music has gotten you. Uh, right. Well, um, obviously, I think that, well, I, actually, I kind of feel like like every year, you uh, you know, it opens up new doors and new possibilities and new things come along. So I've, I've been... Um, you know, I went to school for music and then I getting to start going out on the road and traveling with bands, playing music professionally and getting to see the world. That, that was, uh, an amazing thing, an amazing door that music opened for me. And, and then, um, some, you know, started going to the fiddlers conventions and trying to, you know, uh, push myself to get up and kind of wrap my head around different instruments like the more more fiddle and the mandolin have been my main projects in the last number of years and so i've been doing a a lot of fiddle contests and um trying to make a basically get a a collection of ribbons here Uh, i don't have anywhere to put them but we got a pile of ribbons at our house and um that's just it's it's a it's a fun way to be a part of the community and participate and um and and also it keeps, it's, it's encouraging, you know, to know that we can put our minds to something and try it and get a little bit of success and recognition for it. We must be doing something right when we go to the fiddlers conventions every year. So it, that's, that's a lot of fun. That's been encouraging for us. And then this past year, 2021, I think, um, even in the face of a lot of, uh, you know, it, it was a tough year for, for musicians all around. Um, but I kind of feel like, we're in the best place we could possibly be, um, being in Southwest Virginia and in Floyd, because we, we still had opportunities. We're still kind of doing some teaching online and, um, and as things opened up, we were right back at any fiddlers conventions that were happening last summer and, uh, had some opportunities to play, you know, concerts and outdoor events locally and that kind of thing. But uh, I'd say it was kind of the biggest year for me as far as, um, as far as kind of, career advancement, I guess, and, uh, um, you know, awards and recognition and that sort of thing with the artist in residency and then at the crooked road. And then with my, um, with, with my apprenticeship with Eddie through the Virginia humanities, uh, Virginia folk life, sorry. And, um, then, and then also, um, Galax, we were really thrilled and that was really something that was a bucket list item would be to win the string band contest and win a blue ribbon at Galax, you know, not something that we at all would have imagined. Um, we were going to do this year. I kind of thought maybe, maybe if we're really lucky in another, you know, 10 or 20 years, we'll, we'll get up there. There's so many great string bands around here. Um, but we were, we were just blown away and honored when we, uh, took home a blue ribbon in the string band contest there. And, um, and my wife got second place in the, in the folk song contest. And I'm, yeah. I got in the top five, I got fourth, fourth place in the old time fiddle. So I'm still shooting for, uh, shooting for a blue ribbon there one of these years. But, um, another big, big one for me in 2021 was at Merle Fest. Um, I entered the songwriting competition in the bluegrass category and I ended up winning, uh, the first prize in the songwriting contest, the, um, 29th annual Chris Austin songwriting contest at Merle Fest. So that was, that was a huge honor and sort of a new avenue for me that I, I've been writing songs kind of casually, uh, probably my whole life, but not taking 
myself too seriously or, or really thinking of myself as a songwriter because I've always thought, well, I'm, I'm a musician, I'm an instrumentalist. And then as I've done more singing, I'm, I include that. Now I'm, I know I'm a singer now and that's something I focus on and put energy into. And now, now I've been getting that recognition from Rollfest just really uh, helped me kind of accept that and, and just be, um, I don't know, realize that somebody else took me seriously in that way too. And, you know, maybe I, maybe I'm a songwriter too. Maybe I can take that a little bit more seriously and put myself out there in the world a bit more as a songwriter. So, um, pretty, pretty excited too. Cause one of my, um, buddies here and uh, actually lives here in Floyd now is releasing, a his debut album of, um, kind of traditional bluegrass music and he he's recorded my song and it's going to be releasing one of my songs on his album so just to see my music get out there in the world um with some other folks is is a pretty huge honor in a, in a new way for me um oh yeah, and we, we also had some other cool opportunities in 2021 we uh, got asked to actually this, this might have come in 2020 but i think it's sort of Maybe the project was finalized this last year in 2021, but um, Ash and I got asked to provide music for a documentary film um, that was through the Center for Documentary Studies at Duke University. And so we we did the soundtrack for a film on the um, Rock Castle, the community of Rock Castle, which is at the Rock Castle Gorge along the Blue Ridge Parkway in Patrick County, um, 15 minutes from our house, actually. And so that was that was really neat to get to be a part of a project like that. We learned a lot about our backyard here, um, just out over there on the parkway and, um, and, and a new experience to be a part of a project like that. And then we we did music for a podcast this year too. So uh, that was on the, that's on Appalachian trail histories with a group at uh, George Mason university. And so you can check that out now too. That's called the green tunnel and you can, follow them on Facebook or on their website at, uh, George Mason university. And, and it, and it, you know, the, the blue Ridge or the um, Appalachian trail comes right through Southwest Virginia. So a lot of that is really relevant to our region and their stories that, um, have a connection to areas that a lot of people around here would be familiar with. But, um, but those aren't, those aren't awards, but it sure feels like, you know, winning something It feels pretty special for me when people call and ask for us to be a part of something like that. Um, so I've just, those have been big honors for us to, um, just get to see our music get out there in the world like that. Yeah. I mean, I I would definitely count those as, as awards or accomplishments, even though they're not the true definition of, but I mean, yeah, to be able to look back on those things you've done or, or, you know, to even listen to that podcast and be like, you know, I, I helped write that song, you know, that's, that's me there. That's, that's a really cool thing to be a part of. And the, the documentary, that sounds fantastic, especially being just right down the road from your house. I mean, that's, you're practically in your backyard and you got to be a part of that project mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, I think for me, it's, it's over the years as, as I get older in my crafts of, you know, like creating videos and taking pictures. Um, I was talking about this to some friends the other day that were kind of struggling with the idea of going out and taking photos. And I was like, well, well, why are you taking the photo? What's, what's the point of going out there? And they're like, cause we need, you know, the next big thing We're we're seeking after the, the, the best photo we've ever taken to, to share, to sell or what have you. And I was like, well, sometimes you got to think about it this way. You know, it's not always go- about going out and taking the best photo, but it's about capturing those perfect moments. So it sounds like to me, what's happening is, is you're in that phase where 
you're creating great stuff, but you're also capturing those great moments in time that you're going to be able to remember and cherish for years and years to come. And, you know, just meeting all these great people and networking and seeing everything is, is fantastic. And something that I was thinking of while, while you've been talking about a lot of your uh, adventures in music is I'm curious to know what's one of your favorite stages that you ever got to play on. Um, and I mean, it could be for any reason. It could be for who you played for, where you played scenic beauty or what have you just, that's something I was wondering is what is one of your favorite stages that you've ever got to perform on? Hmm. <laughs> That's a, that's a tough one. I'd say there's probably a few favorites for a few different reasons, maybe. Um, but I, I always think it's pretty special to go play at the Carter fold, um, yeah. down in Hilton's just because of the, the deep history in the region. And it's so neat having, you know, Rita Forrester, descendant of the Carter family sitting up there on, on stage with us when we play and, and, you know, just getting to talk to her and, um, it just feels like you're really a part of it, really connecting to the roots of the music in this region. Anytime you go play at the Carter fold. Um, and so, um, I, I also really just love playing for, for the dances. So I really do enjoy, um, whenever we get a, a room full of dancers, I think there's so much energy on a Friday night. Um, especially when you get a good crowd, when you get, you know, some, uh, either a good, strong crowd of locals or when the tourists are coming through town, but here at the Floyd country store on a Friday night, um, when there's good energy in the room, that's about as good as it gets too, I think. Uh, but, uh, but uh, through over the years when I've gotten to travel around and play some neat different places, uh, I'd say that, um, playing at the, um, Telluride bluegrass festival out in Colorado is probably one of the coolest stages I've got to perform on because just looking out at this amazing view of the, you know, the Rocky mountains there surrounding you, um, uh, right behind the audience, you're kind of in a box Canyon back there. So oh, wow. that's probably, probably takes the cake for scenic beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, there's just, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, Oh, I guess, um, uh, also, you know, some, and some places it's just a big, a big honor to get to play too. Like, um, I've gotten to play at places like Lincoln Center and Kennedy Center over the years. And oh, wow. um, and I, I hear that uh, the Kennedy Center is on our schedule with Bill and the Bells here, too. So we're going to be going up there in the next um, couple months and playing the Millennium Stage up at the Kennedy Center. And that's that feels like a pretty big honor to get to go up to a, a you know, reputable, uh, a storied arts institution like, like that and um, represent music from this region. That's a pretty special thing. Well, that's fantastic. And I guess I just have one last question for you. And this one is kind of similar, but it's looking a little bit more forward. I guess, you know, we've talked about some of the stages that you've already played on that you absolutely love. And I guess if you had to pinpoint one place that you could play, like a friend of mine, he actually just achieved his goal the other day. He's He's been a professional musician out of Nashville uh, with country music recording artist, and he finally got to play at Madison Square Garden. That was always his dream. So, I guess if you had a uh, dream stage, where would you finally like to play someday? Oh, absolutely. Well, this one's easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one, the one dream stage. If I could, if I could really play at one place and feel like I made it and achieved my musical goals, that would be the Ry- Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, the uh, mother church of country music. I yeah. think that 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 would be so amazing and and would i'd feel that 
connection and like presence of all of all of our musical heroes uh, to know that you know Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys like that's where it, that's where it clicked when it happened um, back in the late mid '40s and you know Hank Williams was on that stage and just just all of you know all of all of our heroes from that era, era going through I think there's just so much um, great music history that's associated with the Ryman Auditorium that absolutely. In, in the country music world, there couldn't be a better place to perform. <laughs> well, that's excellent. I, I guarantee you that that stage, you would really feel that presence and that energy and I, and it would probably just be unreal, you know, to make it there. And, and oh, yeah. you know, and from my perspective, I, I feel like, you know, the path that you're on, I, I feel like that could happen for sure someday. I mean, you're already doing the right things. You're definitely very gifted and talented at what you do. And, you know, just getting out and meeting all these people and all the experiences you're getting to make, you know, they'll eventually lead you down that path to exactly where you want to go. So, so Andrew, I mean, I've been really appreciating to dive into this conversation with you today. I've had a remarkable time, but I know you're a very busy individual as, as we found out today on the podcast. So I guess as we're getting ready to wrap up here today, is there anything that we might've missed or anything that you would like to mention to everybody listening before we get ready to wrap up today's episode? Well, uh, I don't, I don't know if we've really missed anything. I, I guess I will tell folks that if, uh, you're interested in my music and following us at all, um, Ashley Watkins and Andrew Small is the name of our duo. And, uh, we, we are actually going to be recording a number of albums this year, um, We've probably got three projects we're working on at the moment. And I, I don't have an exact, um, kind of timeline to know when any of these projects will be done but i do think that this is the year for us that we're going to have a have a couple recordings that are going to come out and one will be a duo project uh, i think we'll have one with the allen ridge boys nationally as a more of an old-time string band project fe- kind of you know featuring that hard drive in southwest virginia old-time dance music and um, we've also got a bluegrass project we're working on so there's a, there's a lot going on um, for us so you can Stay tuned to to what we're doing um, through. Uh, we are on social media. We're trying to get better at doing social media, that sort of thing on Facebook and all. But we just created a website, and we're really excited about that. And the best thing that anybody can do at this point to um, support us and our music and stay tuned would be to sign up for our mailing list. Um, so if our website is called watkinsandsmall.com, uh, that's our last okay. names, just Watkins and Small. Um, and, and if you go to our website and sign up for our mailing list, um, that would just be the, the way that we would be able to stay in touch with people and let, let everybody know when our projects are available. And we definitely, uh, we definitely don't, um, over communicate or clog up anybody's inbox. It's just kind of, we'll just send newsletters when we need to let people know. But if you want to stay in touch, uh, I definitely encourage people to go check out our, um, our new website and and stay tuned that way. And also if you live in Southwest Virginia and you love traditional music, um, encourage everybody to go check out fiddlers conventions. Um, go check out, especially some of the small ones They're They, they can use the support. And I think it's a really special, unique thing in this region that, um, would be wonderful for locals to support more, you know, especially non-musicians just come hang out and, and enjoy a day of great regional music. And, uh, and just support it, you know, the, these kind of grassroots community-led music efforts that are happening all over the region here. 
um, we, we've really got something special in our in our backyard, and I think the Crooked Road is doing a, a lot to help keep this stuff going and keep it vibrant in this area. And um, and I th- I think like it it seems like the community community musicians do a lot to keep this going, and there's a lot of us who play and are um, and are interested in this stuff. But even the folks who are just interested and, and don't even play or don't play yet and might want to play. Uh, fiddlers conventions are a great place to go kind of dip your toes in the traditions and the culture and and support um, everything that's going on here. It definitely sounds like there's a lot of options out there for everybody and for sure, everybody listening today, be sure to check the show notes because I will have uh, links to everything in the description to what uh, Andrew mentioned as far as checking out their website, their newsletter, and, you know, some information on some of these other events that's going on because I think, one thing that Southwest Virginia does well is is keeping its uh, culture, history, music, and just arts and crafts and everything alive because everything just gets passed down. And like Andrew said, you know, coming out to some of these uh, conventions and these festivals and these different events is a great way to get yourself involved if that's something you want to do, whether you're a musician or you just want to – Support the music and the other musicians out there. Getting out is the first thing. And I know anywhere you go in Southwest Virginia to be involved with this musical uh, endeavor, you're going to be welcomed with open arms and have a great time with everybody else involved. So, you know, Andrew, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast today. It's been my pleasure to have you on here and hear about all these exciting things that's going on uh, within your music groups and, and yourself and the projects with the Crooked Road, as well as your apprenticeship. Like, you're, you're definitely a very busy person, definitely very talented. And I think, you know, everybody listening, if, if let's give him a round of applause for everything that he's been doing to, you know, thrive with music and his life and here in Southwest Virginia. And Andrew, thanks again for coming on. And uh, yeah, I hope to have you back here again sometime. Maybe after you finally make it to that, that dream stage, you can come back and tell me what it was all like. <laughs> hey, well, I hope so. Uh, I, I certainly appreciate it, Chad. Thank you so much for having me. It's been been my pleasure to talk to you today.